Hi, and welcome to the Filipino MomCast, where we embrace the unique place Filipino moms have in this world while lovingly deconstructing Filipino parenting and everything in between. So we are officially recording our first episode. My main reason for reaching out to both of you guys about the podcast was because I respect both of you as moms. Um, I appreciate your insight motherhood and we all have our individual way of kind of running our households. So that's why I asked you. I believe that we can learn so much from each other that it's nice to hear different moms perspectives when it comes to even just our cultural nuances, right? Because like I've learned so much from Rowan and her Instagram, her blog, and her Facebook. Like I've learned so much about what it means to communicate in a way that I understand. And I appreciate that. Lynn and I, we've been friends, I don't know, forever. And we've been mom friends forever. And I believe that because we've been friends for so long that we really understand each other but we also know how to encourage each other that's truly why I I reached out to you guys I I think that you guys have such great things to say and I think other people need to hear it if I were to think about people who I want to work with you guys were the first ones that I thought of like 100 percent Oh, thank you. I'll raise the roof. That. Raise the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Well, well, okay. So why don't we go ahead and I guess introduce ourselves for this first initial episode. Um, Lynn, why don't you start? I don't. Okay. So before we even go there, like, I don't even know what to say about myself. Like I have, I am like not attached to anything. It doesn't matter. I'm fighting all fears coming forward. Just, I'm really feeling underqualified. I'm just going to be, you're not underqualified. I know. I've never been underqualified. (laughs) I know, but you know, like that, that's what the feeling inside of me right now is saying, because I don't have, I don't have a background um, with anything. I am a mom of three boys. I'm married to my husband who is Filipino. Both of my parents are Filipino. Mm. I am out of my family of five. I have two sisters and my mom and my dad. I am the first that is a first generation um, American born Filipino American. My parents divorced when I was very, very young. Each of my parents end up remarrying, but I lived life with my mom. For a while, you know, very small. I didn't really have much memories of being brought up with mom and dad. I was so little. My mom ended up getting remarried. And so I knew of a two-person parenting household until I was in fourth grade when my stepdad passed away. And so from that point on, I was raised by a widowed mother. And, um, you know, just going through life like that, um, you know, learning to experience things without a male figure um, in my life. And, um, you know, that came with its, I don't believe it's responsible for all of the things, but that's part of my story that has helped me to 
you know, navigate through life in many different ways on top of all of the, you know, the crazy stuff you do as a person that's kind of messy. That's a little bit about me um, and where I'm coming from. You have a very rich uh, experience in life, Lynn. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love, right? We're so diverse. Like you came from that experience um, to, you know, separate household, different. We have something so much to learn from that experience. So I guess I'll introduce myself. So I am Rowan and um, I have a total of four kids. My first child, son, was actually a son born from my heart. In the Philippine culture, there is this concept of, it's called anakan, which means they might not be your real blood. Um, there's no blood relation. Um, but you took care of that child. You became the parent of the child. So that child um, is now an adult, just recently an adult. And, um, and I took care of him because his mom left him uh, when he was six months old. So, but then, so then I have three other kids. I have twins and then I have a, um, a, a son, um, my baby boy. Um, I was born and raised in the Philippines, and I actually came in the States when I was 23 years old. And um, my mom is a single mom um, since I was nine years old. And um, she, we, have, we were five in the family. She raised us all by herself. Um, in the Philippines, like, um, oh, at least in my experience, um, there's really no financial support from my father and so I've learned so much from my mother's struggle and her triumph and um, and the wonderful thing about my mom is she embedded in us the love for community service so um, so that's me as born and raised in the Philippines and I'm trying to think what else um, and I am a psychotherapist. I serve uh, mostly Filipino women in my practice. I am in an interracial marriage. So my husband's mixed, um, identify as uh, black, has a lot of other mixture, but um, so yeah, we're raising a multiracial family here in California. My mind is blown. The, I like I did not know that 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 your husband was multiracial like yeah. I don't know I don't know where my mind was when I don't like like I have so many questions like this will have to be an episode yeah of your interracial like relation because I am I'm gonna say that that is 100% needed in our community because that does happen I have so many questions Okay, <laughs> I, I do. I'm like, that's not. I don't know. That's just not what I thought. I knew that you had your your last name was not a typical Filipino last name, yeah. but neither is Lynn's and neither is mine. So, yeah. and my husband is Filipino. So, you know, I don't know. But okay, so um, my name is Marianne. I am <clears throat> a mom of five. I have been married to my husband for 
18 years coming this October, which is crazy. I've been with him for basically half my life. So we've really grown up together. Um, I am a Christ follower, mental health advocate, certified life coach, and run the Filipino mom blog. Um, my blog specifically is geared towards first generation Filipinos and helping them understand that it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to say that you need help and to be a beacon of hope for those of us who just can't, who don't know how to share their feelings. I had a great conversation with, with my husband about this. And he, he specifically even said the fact that he doesn't know how to explain his feelings. And I think that's a very real issue for Filipinos in general. I think we really need to learn how to identify our feelings, move through them, and then heal from them. I've done a lot of inner work lately. I feel like others need that support and I'm here for it. Even if that means that my mom gets mad at me because she does, because I talk about a lot of things. <laughs> she does. I anak. It was I anak. Like, sorry, mom. I Yes. It's like, okay, anak, do what you want. Yeah. Do you think we hit all of our points then? I think so. I didn't even introduce myself. I was thinking, I think I left out to say my name. <laughs> and then I was hearing you guys and I'm like, yeah, I probably should have said like how long I've been married to my husband and I probably should have said my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should say your name. That's important. Hi, I'm just um, here. <laughs> name my okay, wife. so... Um, okay, so then what would that, okay, so with all of that, um, did we address why we're here? I know, I think, Marianne, I think what you, what you were saying about, you know, how this is mm. definitely needed in the Filipino community, as well as what you were saying, Rowan, about the different dynamics and backgrounds that we each come from. Um, there is no one size fits all Filipino person. And um, in order for us to, you know, even come together even more so as a community, I think it's, this is really going to serve a purpose to help others know that there are so many of us out there with different dynamics and demographics, but that we are all um, moving in the same direction of wanting to, uh, you know, just heal, heal and recover, share our experiences so that we could build upon them because our parents did what they needed to do. And it's up to our generation to make a difference for the next. So I think that's, I think that's another um, important area for the audience to know too. And I, you know, like, I have a kind of like a slogan, like it says, all moms rule the world, Filipino moms, their children's hearts. Um, and when we, we have this podcast and we certainly are going to be talking about our own moms, ourselves as the way we are or have become or is still evolving as um, moms, but it's not just about that. We're just simply using it for me as a vessel to know thyself. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's the most important part. So when I presented this podcast idea to you, 
Why did you say yes? Because I knew in my practice that even in my own um, familial system, my mom is incredible. She's very loving and generous. And yet she can be very scornful with her words. And sometimes um, we grow up having um, imprints from the dialogue and words that we get from our own, um, you know, how we were parented. And so I, f I really, in my platform with calamansijuice.com, I feel that to change the world, this trajectory when it comes to Filipino um, redefining what true resiliency means is to actually pivot our way on how we parent our own children. And the way to that, I feel, is through self-awareness, is looking at our own um, footprints, if you will, of our own parents, and really looking at those footprints kindly and compassionately. Um, when you're able to do that, others' compassion, you find self-compassion. Because sometimes it's so hard to find self-compassion because there's a lot of um, deep anger. Um, sometimes the way around it is to find others' compassion, to find your way to yourself. And so I believe in, you know, like Filipino moms changing the world. And, and that's why I feel like all moms rule the world, but Filipino moms, their children's hearts. So yeah. Yes, that's why I said yes, because I believe in that advocacy. Oh, I have goosebumps. I just do. I just do. Thank you so much for that. Because mm -hmm. I think your unique perspective with just in general is the fact that you understand that there are these cultural nuances and these cultural cues that us first generations do not understand. I don't understand. Like there's so, um, there's so many things I don't understand. And just even from all of like specifically your love languages that you explain, it helped me understand my mom and it helped me understand what she was trying to say to me. Yeah, and that yeah. for me heals me because I'm like, oh, she's not saying that I'm incompetent or whatever. She's really saying she loves me and this is how she's showing it or she's showing me that she cares in this way right right yeah yeah and and that I mean I, for me personally that healed that brought to light so much for me and then it also healed so much past hurt just from that like from I don't know it was like a couple of your posts and I like I was so mind blown by them and that's why I reached out to you because I felt that your unique perspective of understanding what it means to be to live in the States as well as to live in the Philippines and marry those two together. Have you seen Frozen Two? I haven't. Oh my gosh, you have to watch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um it's I think it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus now. Um you are the bridge. Okay, watch it. I will. Okay, the and bridge. Then you'll understand. Okay, okay, the bridge. You are yeah. the bridge. You are the bridge. Like in Frozen 2. We watch Frozen 2 like a hundred times this week. Um, <laughs> but uh, you are the bridge. For me, you are the bridge because you understand both sides and then you can explain it to me in a way that I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I appreciate about you. 
Thank you for saying that. It's really heartwarming. That's really the goal of the, the platform. Because um, it pains me. I really feel the pain of both sides. And so even when I had my vacation back home, I, I was there for six weeks. There was some clash there, not with me, but with another sibling and my mom. And I had to really stop and look upon my mom with great compassion. It was most difficult. It's actually easier when you're a therapist and it's not your own family dynamics. But I had to practice. And only through there, when I have, while I am being triggered because I remember certain things, it is possible, I know, to be self-aware and to choose kindness. I always believe in kindness. Um, and to really ask my mom, mom, even though she's like screaming and she's really like using approach that's so demeaning, not, not towards me, but you know. And I have to look upon her. And this is what I say is that I remind myself that the shamer, sometimes when we see our parents as like, my goodness, why would they say that? That's so shaming. Is at, was once shamed. The shamer was once shamed. And when you understand that, it's not like you just understand. It's just an explanation, certainly not an excuse. But from there, you gather and pick up the pieces so that you can not look the other way, but look upon that situation just with compassion and kindness. And um, yeah, so yeah, I'm... I I feel both pains and I that is my hope. Thank you for saying that, Marian. That is actually my hope to kind of like bridge bridge it and find words that I pray when I write my blog that I am given the words so that I can um I have therapists who read my blog, sometimes they're Filipino and I tell them it's not actually written clinically. <laughs> It's really just me talking to like a friend, and, and that's my goal. Because sometimes therapists like to talk in psychobabble, and I, it, for me, I'm just imagining I'm speaking to you, to Lynn, to a friend, and um, yeah. That's awesome. I love I'm it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right, Lynn, why did you say yes? Why did you, Lynn? Tell us. I say yes. <laughs> um, well, I think part of me, this is this will be the one that it gets edited out, but I knew I couldn't say no because Marianne probably wouldn't call me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, why? She's, why? She's a why? keeper. Like, She's a keeper. <laughs> I'd be like, why? What's going on? <laughs> Wait, is that a no? Wait, why no? No, no, that's not what you were supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to call in like five minutes. And I'm going to, wait, you're going to say yes in that one. <laughs> I said yes to doing this podcast because I know that there are so many of us that are trying to make sense of, um, you know, just everything that's going on around us. Uh, for me, being born and raised in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area, you know, that is a culture in itself. And in, on top of all of the things I feel like that I've had to experience in my life, um, 
I think even more so there is just so much to be shared with others that helps them to know that they aren't alone. And if we boil that down even more so into being Filipino and, you know, really like my experience of, you know, not having both parents at home, having older siblings that did grow up with both of my parents being married um, and, you know, having, um, you know, kind of just being directed directed in life with whatever it is that they had to give and trying to figure out, you know, just this, this own kind of like self dialogue of, I'm not even sure like how you say it, but I just, I don't know. I, I just knew, especially like I've known Marianne for such a long time and I trust her with all of my heart. And so I knew that whatever she had up her sleeve was definitely going to be, you know, I know that when she puts her heart to something that it is for sure, like truly something that is life changing. So there's no way that I could say no. Um, but even more so, um, you know, just being able to share, um, whatever it is that I have been through and, you know, the things that I've been able to like, Lynn, like, to be honest, like I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here, you know, like there's so many, um, like there's so many areas of my life that really I should not be here today. Oh. Um, but I know that there are so many of us out there with these different stories that are kind of like we're being consumed by these things that we we only know what we know. And so I feel that by being able to combine our voices, our experiences, and um, all of that stuff, that we'll be able to, you know, just spread that light out to everybody um, to just keep moving forward and that we're all in this together. You guys are so awesome. I'm so um, uh, inspired because we are so diverse. Like you, Marianne, you're like a, you're the perfect coach. You know, if I needed a coach, I, I please, you know, like, because you're such a cheerleader. So I feel like I cannot make any mistake in your presence. And that's how I feel for parents, right? Yeah, for, for like raising our children. I, I look upon my children in that way. Like, I feel like they always tell me what they just did because I feel like they cannot make a mistake in my eyes. At least that's what they believe. But that's how I see you, Marianne. You're like, such a like a cheerleader, perfect coach. And then Lynn, you're so eloquent. I know you feel like maybe um, you said you're not qualified, but I feel like you're so qualified. Actually, you're so eloquent. Isn't it like, I'm not very eloquent. I'm, I, I think I'm better with writing. But I find you very eloquent with your words and you're so deep and so deep. Like you're a perfect host. <laughs> so. We're so diverse in, in many ways. And even though we're all Filipino moms, we represent Filipino moms in different ways. So I feel like I, I love to just be the interviewer for, for you guys. Because I, yeah, just to get more of your goodness. That's all. I just want to say that. <laughs> I think that, I mean, I, I appreciate you guys so much. Like, you have no, you have no idea. Like I've been praying, I've been praying about this for a long time and the people who 
God really, really, really just solidified with me was you guys. That was it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have anybody else. So I'm so glad you guys said yes. Um, I'm so glad I didn't have to, like, be annoying and be like, why won't you say yes? We should just do it. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm so excited for this. I know that it's going to reach so many women. I know it's going to reach so many moms. I know it's going to heal people in ways that we will not understand. Um, and I think you guys, I really do. I thank you guys for being here. Like, I appreciate you guys all so much. You have no idea. Like, this is so much more than what I thought it was going to be. Just just in this one single little intro episode, there's, I, I can feel so much in it already. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I know you guys are friends so much longer, and I'm, like, the new person. Um, but I do feel our connection. Like, I feel... Mm-hmm. Not so new. I I mean, I show up not brushing my hair. I feel like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, like, uh, yeah. It's I don't familiar. Really and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've um not washed my hair in like three days. Um. No. I, sure? I, no I, there's no more water. <laughs> I know, right? Um. No. I mean, I feel like I've had, I have a, the, when I met you, when we started talking, Ruin, I feel like I already, like I told you, like, you felt like home. Like you said, yeah. what did you say? You said, Ingat. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. She's, she feels like home. And, and you don't get that with everybody. So, um, yeah. Well, I think, um, and, and you also have, like, you have this really special gift um, of, like what Marianne was saying is of being the bridge because I can, and I think the reason I say that is because I just in my experience around being Filipinos and being very strong in their opinions in, you know, this is the way that things should go and it's only this way. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're open to like, okay, like I see that and I understand that and I know why that's happening. Um, and then being able to provide that, um, that path of communication to, you know, us where it's like, oh, like that, we're not, we're not used to that kind of, I don't want to say like that it's aggressive or, or anything, but I know the approach is very different and the way that it's received is very different. And the fact that you are able to open yourself up um, vulnerably in a way where you can relate to both sides is such a gift because until I met you, I mean, I do, you know, like I have very, very little, um, you know, knowledge of really anybody who's able to truly do that so compassionately and so genuinely. And I'm going to say genuinely because yes, like we could, um, you know, people can, you know, be open and stuff like that. But I, I think I also know that your, yours just truly comes from a place of love and wanting to serve. Um, And I think because sometimes I feel that some, I don't know, I think it's in my experience that sometimes I feel like kindness comes with an agenda sometimes. And I, none of us like that feeling. And 
um, just the fact that you like truly you have such a gift to be able to just overcome whatever stigma, whatever stereotype is that is, you know, tied to our culture and to just, I mean, you are in, you are like truly that beacon for sure. Uh, so oh, my heart is so full. Thank you guys. <laughs> you guys are a sweetheart. Thank you. Yeah, I think you should watch Frozen 2 and see why I said you're the bridge. Mm -hmm. I, I will. I'm going to rent it uh, from Netflix or Amazon. Sometimes they yeah, have like a play. If you have it. Oh, Disney Plus, right? Yeah. right. I can only yeah. afford Netflix right now. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Filipino MomCast. We want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat. Know of another Filipino mom who could use this encouragement? Please share it with them because together we can change the conversation. Thank you so much and we'll catch you on the next episode.